to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We're your host, Tim and Julie Harris. I first of all I want to thank all of you guys who've been sending in so many emails. We don't read all of them on the podcast. Many of the emails are very personal. Many of the emails are very, I don't know, I mean, some of them are very emotional. So I'm not going to betray the emails and betray the trust we have with all of you guys by reading these in front of 100,000 people. But there are occasional emails that we get that we do share with all of you, and I think Julie's got one that she's about to read. Actually, we got this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so and uh, moving forward, guys, listen, we appreciate your emails. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate your show suggestions. We appreciate it when you give us ideas on who we should be interviewing, things of that nature. When there's folks in your marketplace you think that deserve recognition uh, that might make for good interviews on a Thursday interview day, that's fantastic. Always send those to me at Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. And I want to remind all of you that if you guys ever need to email us directly, and this is for, uh, you know, Premier Coaching members, or even if you're not a Premier Coaching member, any help we can offer to the real estate community, we will. You know, it's interesting. I had somebody yesterday, uh, somebody who's got a, you know, basically they're, I don't even want to actually say who it was, but let's just say it was somebody, if I were to tell you guys their name, you'd know who they were. So I'm on the phone with this person, and it's it, it, they're kind of trying to understand how, what our position is, uh, how our stance is in the real estate community. And they don't quite understand. They weren't understanding that we were in alignment with you guys first as agents, whereas everybody else was in alignment with basically their their uh, you know the, their sponsors or their. I'll give you for example, there's another coach, another major coach, who has on his website, you know, brags about the fact that he's invested in all these tech companies, and there was like 20 or 30 of them. And of course, these are all the tech companies that. You know, he has a financial interest in, so he then refers, hey, you've got to use coaching client, you've got to use this tech company. Personally, I think that's unethical, and here's why. Because when you guys go to a doctor, okay, and you ask that doctor to help you with a problem, and the doctor then tells you, uh, offers you a prescription for a medication because he's getting a commission for it versus basically the medication is going to help you solve your problem, I think that's unethical. Matter of fact, guess what? That's illegal if you're a physician. So when I when I was talking with this person yesterday on the phone, they're asking us why we don't have more, uh, and like why haven't we aligned ourselves with some of these big companies. And you know what? We are going to, but they're going to be companies I'm very closely hand-selecting, and I'll always tell you guys we have a financial arrangement because I never want you guys to question our motivation for anything we're telling you. Because our primary purpose, and we are unique in this, and you know some of you guys are new in the business, and maybe you don't realize the importance of this, but you will over time. You never have to question our motivation. We always have your backs. We are in this business to coach real estate agents, to coach real estate brokers. That's our focus. And when you talk to us, when you hear from us, you know that that's always our top focus. You know without questioning our motivation that we have your backs. You do, don't you? That's cool. And I never want to lose that level of trust that we have with you guys. 
So, yeah, I get it. Maybe we're thinking too small. Maybe Julie and I could have then, you know, or will be, uh, could be a thousand times bigger at the number of coaching clients and the rest of it if we were all of a sudden to jump into bed with Bank of America, if we were all of a sudden to start accepting money from Wells Fargo, if we were all of a sudden start, you know, basically hammering you guys with all these marketing messages from these companies that are, you know, basically, I, we're, you know, all that stuff. But I'm not going to do it. And we never will do it because that means that when we do that, who am I going to, you know, we have to choose who we're going to be loyal to, and I don't ever want to be in that position. So I think that's one of the things that resonates with all of our listeners, Julie, and I think it's one of the reasons that we get so many folks that are emailing us and thanking us because they know we're not bullshit. They know that when we tell them something, it's something that's going to be putting them in a position to help people and make money, and that resonates with folks. Guys, you guys are small business owners. You're entrepreneurs. I realize this industry, if we're being honest, does not respect you. As a real estate agent, you are not respected, which to me is is just crazy because the heart, the blood, the life, the soul of this industry, and I'm sorry, real estate brokers, I know you guys don't like it when I say this, but it's not you. It's not the office managers. It's not any of that stuff. It's the agents. The agents are the heart and the soul of the business. But people don't like to acknowledge that. People don't like to think about that. People don't like to treat you guys, for some reason, with the respect that you deserve. And that pisses me off. And I think you guys can perceive that when you listen to us, that everything we say is always going to be agent-centric. And we're the only agent-centric coaching organization that's out there, as far as I know, the only agent-centric podcast. Hey, look, we're not going to try to say highfalutin. We're not going to all of a sudden start meandering into you know, acting like we're Tony Robbins. We're not going to do any of that stuff. We're going to stay tactical. We're going to stay practical. And we're going to be focusing on what's going to put you all in a position to make money and help other people. That's our mission. And if we got to tell you stuff that you guys don't want to hear, if we have to tell you stuff that sometimes we even hypothetically hurt us, in other words, if we tell you something you don't want to hear, that might make it so that you guys don't want to listen because we just offended you or we told you something that maybe, maybe you forced yourself to question some paradigm that you have. But if we know it's going to help you, if we know it's going to put you in a position to help more people, we're going to do it. You can always trust when you listen to us, when you hire us as your coaches, that's where we're coming from. And I hope you guys see that's the, you know, the alignment. Those are the, that's the type of thinking that you'll take into your own business as well when you're dealing with your own customers. So, Julie, I think you have a really terrific email to share. I do, absolutely, and I am in complete alignment and in agreement of everything that you said, and I think really it comes back to – you know, I mean, we actually have walked in their shoes. I think that's what it, it drills down to is we understand yeah. on a very basic level how they feel. Been there, done that. Okay, Julie, we get it. You, you, yeah. But you just said something. I, I don't, God, Lord, I don't want to get on my rant. But you just said something that's amazing to me. Listen, mm-hmm. agents out there, again, 100,000 of you guys listen to us on a regular basis. Before you hire anybody to provide a CRM, to provide a lead follow-up system, to provide coaching, to provide training, to do anything that is supposed to somehow help you build your real estate practice, for the love of God, do not hire them unless they've actually sold real estate before. What are you people thinking doing business with people that have never sold real estate before? How can you have any confidence whatsoever that what they're trying to sell you is going to work if they've never actually used it themselves doesn't it just make sense that you're going to want to have hire a doctor that you know has been to medical school? So please, not learning on you. you exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'll try out the procedure you. and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you look, walk you guys out of that have office. a very minimum standard filter in place 
And that anytime anyone tries to sell you, and I know there's like there's at least 2,500 companies that are in the business of somehow trying to sell something to agents. Um, and I'm going to talk more about that in the future show. I got something fun that we've created for you guys, uh, kind of like our own in-house Yelp program that's going to allow you guys to go in and rate yeah, all these companies that provide services to agents. More information on that. And, I, and so I've been going through this process with our, our web development people, and it's like, oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, there's at least 2,500 companies out there that are designed to make it so you don't have to do anything that's proactive. Oh God, dope! You know, we're all these passive lead generating ideas, all these do this and do the other thing, and we'll do all the heavy lifting for you. And all you gotta do is check your voicemail and your email, and somehow magically leads will be there. Oh, and if those leads aren't quite ready, then we have all the other bucket of companies that will do this long-term lead follow-up with you or for you. All this stuff that's designed to feed into your desire not to actually have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. It's, most of it is complete and utter garbage, and you guys intuitively know that. If someone is trying to appease your desire to be lazy and passive, oh, I just offended some people. I just heard them hang up. I just heard them disconnect. But if you have a company that's trying to feed into your desire to be passive and lazy with regards to lead generation and helping people, I promise you, you will be disappointed with the results. That is just a fact. So, guys, look, have a higher standard for who you trust. Have a higher standard for who you go to for advice. Julie, go ahead and read that email so I can get off my soapbox. Okay. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> this is from a great agent named Rebecca Ricky, who is in Sedona, Arizona. Beautiful Sedona. We've been there. Okay, so yeah. she writes, hello, Tim and Julie. I really enjoy your podcast and all the information you provide. I've been listening to you for about six or seven months now. I've been an agent for about a year and a half. I work in the Sedona area, so if you're ever around, please feel free to call me. I try to implement the advice that you give. The most valuable piece of advice and information I found was your analogy, Tim, comparing starting your real estate business to loading a 747 airplane. When I heard that podcast, I was in the process of uh, vacillating as to where, whether or not I should stay in real estate. You compared it to having a passenger airplane that had to be loaded, packed, and fueled before you could even get the passengers on board and buckled up. Then you made an analogy of the tremendous thrust to take the airplane off from the ground and up to speed to the right altitude, cruising altitude, which requires less effort. After that, I just kept pushing ahead. You said I couldn't keep just keep changing my mind about whether or not I was going to work this hard and get started, you compared it to loading and unloading the plane without ever taking off. Those words kept playing over and over in my mind. Since then, I became single-minded about loading my plane no matter how hard it got, which in this case was building my business, focusing on three to five things to do when I didn't want to do them at the highest level. I became focused on becoming a listing agent. Now I've sold several houses and vacant lots, and I usually average about seven listings at all times, which is fantastic, by the way, Rebecca. Nice job reaching depending on altitude. Well, hold on. Julie, yeah. Julie, depending. Don't pass, don't if there are all lots in the middle of nowhere, okay. Right, right, right. Exactly. Okay. But exactly. <laughs> still, she gets it. Is the real congratulations is that mentally she's there. I'm still accelerating and not quite up to cruising altitude, but I thank you for your priceless advice. Feel free to use this in your upcoming book if you'd like, which we will. I have forwarded it to the editor. So thank you, Rebecca, for that. And so she's talking about that whole phenomenon of getting ready to get started and then kind of getting started and then recalibrating with your real estate career and trying things out. And then, you know, like if you've called three expireds and you didn't take a listing, that doesn't mean you, quote, worked expireds. It means you tried for like maybe half a day. <laughs> okay, that doesn't count. That's like loading a piece of luggage onto the plane, deciding you don't feel like flying today, unloading it, and maybe we'll try again tomorrow. Or maybe we'll just decide we don't like flying. 
So when you do that analogy, Tim, oftentimes we'll talk about, you know, if you really were that pilot, how would we all feel if we're on that plane and, you know, you got up to 1,000 feet and you're like, I don't know, this doesn't, you know, maybe I need to land it again and start over. I'm not really feeling it today. You would get off that plane so fast, right? So in order to get to that cruising altitude where, you know, almost everybody's been on a plane, it settles in, levels off. It gets a little quieter than it was during takeoff. Sometimes you even see the pilot get out of the cockpit and go use the bathroom, hoping that, you know, the co-pilot or autopilot is in control. But he's comfortable enough that he can do that. He can eat lunch at that point. It's cruising altitude. And in real estate, that really is obtaining your magic number of listings that are required to fuel your business at all times. The problem is many agents live in that perpetual, you know, taking off, relanding the jet, Maybe next time you get a little bit higher, maybe you don't. We retake off and retake off and never get to that cruising altitude. And that's why so many agents have stress is because they haven't figured out how to be listing agents. Back to you, Tim. Well, it's but thank because, you to Rebecca for they, that email. Yeah. Well, it's because they, they basically are attracting parasites. That's why. They stop and they start, they stop and they start because they're attracting parasites into their business. Parasites are anything that basically encourages you to stop and start. Anything that encourages you to do anything other than do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level. Anybody who tells you that if you don't feel great, if you don't feel passionate, if you don't know your big why, parasite talk. You guys need to have the courage to say, I know that whatever comes out of your mouth after you tell me I need to feel passion in order to be successful is horseshit. And you need to have the courage to say, I'm not going to listen to you because I know at the end of the day, everything that I want in life comes from the mindset of being of service to others and accepting the fact that I have to do what I don't want to do when I don't want to do it at the highest level. That's it. I know it's a better sweet pill. And you guys can definitely see how if we were to tell you more of like what other people say, if we were to somehow, you know, just focus on making you guys feel some way, to get you some sort of emotional trance so that you'll be more uh, so you'll be easily seduced into buying, you know, some coaching program that promises you that you can somehow passively build your business. We would sell a lot more contracts. We would sell a lot more folks into coaching, but we will never do that. You guys get it? I want you to build your businesses on the same level of integrity. That's the reason we're trying to be an example for you. So if you are going to build a real estate practice that has that level of character and integrity, that means you're cut. Okay, I'll give you guys an example of a realtor. We got this agent in Columbus, Ohio, named Joe Jackson. He's a Keller Williams agent, and Julie and I knew Joe all the way back to when we sold real estate. And Joe was one of these guys. When Julie and I sold over 100 houses our first year, virtually every agent in this marketplace hated us. It's just true because we were just somebody that made them. We just did all these. You know, we did. We sold 100 houses our first year, and it was in a marketplace where their mindset was, well, we must have somehow uh, you know, walked around written checks to $10,000 to each seller to somehow get them to list with us. I mean, they didn't yeah, understand. They must have been doing was, something wrong, yeah. Right, except for a handful of people, and Joe was one of them. Joe congratulated us. He called us up. He actually met with us someplace, and he actually said really sweet, nice things, and he was introspective about it. He said something to the effect of, it's caused me to realize that I could be working harder and getting more out of my business. This was in Julie, when Julie and I were in our early 20s, okay, when we sold 103 houses our first year in the business. That's the character that Joe Jackson had. So Julie and I haven't lived in Columbus, Ohio for a long time. We haven't sold real estate for a long time. But guess what? We like to buy rentals in Columbus, Ohio. And you know who we always use is Joe. And we'll send – Julie and I will find rentals that we think are home runs, and Joe will shoot them down. Joe has talked us out literally of buying uh, 
he has probably talked us out of buying more properties than he has even tried to uh, convince us to buy something. Never once have I had the feeling that I had to uh, watch my back with Joe. I just listen to him. When Joe says, do this, do the other thing, I'm going to listen to him. I'm not going to question him. I want your customers to feel the same way about you. I want your customers, your, 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 I want you to create legacy business like what we are for Joe. I want you to be servicing not just the immediate customers, but their children and their children after that. That's only going to come from the fact that they always know that you have their backs, like hopefully you feel that way about us. Do you get it? That's where the magic happens. Not because you branded yourself. Not because you have a team or an expansion team. Not because you have a pretty logo or a pretty website. It's because you have integrity because you are operating in, a, the, in an ethical standard. When people say servicing customers, nobody knows what the hell that means. Does servicing customers mean return emails or return this, the other thing? What I'm talking to you about now, that is in essence the highest and truest form of service when people know that they can trust you all the time. That's what service is. That's the reason no one can kind of encapsulate it. People think it's just a system to follow. That's service. No, it's the idea that your customers know that whatever you tell them is going to be always in their best interest. That's the level of service you need to be providing for your – now, here's the cool thing. I know we're resonating with a lot of you guys. I know you're saying, yes, that's how I want my customers to feel about me. Stay with that. Don't lose that. Base your decisions on what you say and what you do and, frankly, who you listen to based on that feeling. And if you get the feeling that someone's trying to persuade you by manipulating your ego or trying to sell you something by saying, if you don't get it, somebody else is going to get it, you need to say, you know what, you're not selling to me something that, I, that A, I probably need, but B, I realize that you're trying to sell me something in an unethical way, and I don't want to do business with somebody like that, and then you back the hell out and you say, no, thank you. You guys get it? We're trying to teach you guys how to be entrepreneurs, how to build businesses, and here's the amazing thing. When you get good at this, which all of you can, you can be good at any kind of business because these skills are totally and completely transportable. You can take what you learn when you master the art of basically the, the philosophy of basically having a, a high-producing real estate practice, and you can take that and you can apply it to any other business. You will have the magic touch with whatever you try to do going forward if you're willing to master the m mindset of being of service to other people and doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So, Julie, let's finish off where we started off yesterday. Yes, you got it. Okay, we've been talking about how to remove and minimize the uh, dealing with toxic people. Not that that ever happens in real estate. So, point number six, appreciate difficult people for the light they shine on your business. Cranky, particular, stressed-out types are like heat-seeking missiles looking for the flaws in your system. Be grateful they identify those issues for you and fix the flaws. And, Tim, I originally got that point through my head from our old broker, Rory Averill, because I used to get frustrated when something would go sideways or wrong or somebody would get cranky with me or whatever, and, he, you know, his, his coaching back then was, what would you learn from it? What did it cost you? You know? And so that turned into, in the too soon to tell what the real lesson was in it, since now I'm on the radio talking about it, um, to appreciate even though in the moment it's hard to do that because, you know, you're having to deal with it, but down the road appreciate that they actually showed you some of the flaws in your system. You know, when somebody doesn't list with you because you showed up late, maybe you'll never show up late again. Silly things like that sometimes is all it is. Sometimes it's a bigger issue. So point number what seven. You're talking about, but yep. what you're talking about really is shifting your mindset. When you get criticized, guys, Many people's first reaction is not my fault. I didn't do it. It's, it's some some other thing caused it to happen. Nope. When you get criticism, even if it doesn't come wrapped in a pretty box, 
even if the person's kind of a jerk, you need to be introspective about it. And even if you disagree with it, there's some grain of truth with whatever you're being criticized on that you can be introspective about and fix, okay? Now, the smart entrepreneurial person is going to make the um, one mistake one time. Ideally, you never make the mistake because you're learning from others. But repeating the mistake over and over and over again tells you that that is a major problem. So if you're hearing people say, your voicemail is always full and I can't leave you a voicemail, or if you're hearing people say, you don't show up on time for appointments, or you don't seem to sell your listings because you overpriced them, hey, maybe you need to listen opposed to trying to blame the market. So, Julie, point number seven. Yes, you got it. All right, point number seven is focus on what's going right more than what's going wrong. Gratitude, grace, and giving will prevail when you focus on what you're here to give more than what you're here to take. When someone slips through your filter, but they're still your client, especially when you have them in contract, it is your job to follow through for them. Be the solution, not the continuation of the problem. Get back to a place of being of service. Sometimes you have to get out of your own way. This means setting your ego aside and simply doing your job. Your clients trust you to lead the way, even if they don't verbalize this to you. They don't know how to ask for help, but they know that they crave your leadership. Profit is the result of your leadership and skill. So get back into being of service when this stuff happens. Point number eight. Point number eight. Know that you're in good company. There's not a top producing agent in the country who hasn't had to deal with toxic people. They're probably dealing with some of them right now. The best ones learn from those relationships and take steps to minimize them in the future. You're in good company. If you're not doing much business, you're never going to deal with this. It's kind of like a rite of passage in a way <laughs> to the land of top producerdom. It's okay. Well, we talked, Julie, Point number nine. We talked yeah, about that. Go ahead. Well, we talked about that yesterday. If you guys didn't listen to yesterday's show, go back and listen to it. And just understand that you are in the job. You are basically dealing with people during a very stressful situation. You're dealing, you know, and I'm not just talking the buyers and the sellers. I'm talking about usually the other agents. Maybe you have not yet built up the calluses of dealing with, dealing with stressful situations. Buying and selling is by its very nature a stressful situation. It's usually combined with other stressful situations like life changes that are, that are forcing the buying and the selling in the first place. And that is called normal, and a lot of normal, nice, wonderful people, the nicest lady you meet at church will be an absolute, you know, hell raiser when she's under a little bit of stress because she has not – she's avoided those types of situations her entire life, and here you are in the midst of helping her through one. And when people act a little nutty, do not take it personally. Just accept the fact that you are getting paid to put up with other people's stress. And, again, you'll listen to yesterday's show. We gave you some techniques on how to make it so that you don't absorb that and it doesn't ruin your mindset. Next point, please. Next point is challenge yourself to make it a game of being one step ahead until you close. Remember what you're making to deal with this situation. Sorry. Remember what you're making, your commission, to deal with this situation. You are being paid to do your job after all. Chances are you're still making good money per hour, so put on those big girl panties and get to work is what I wrote, which has recently been replaced with suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> okay. So it's not like you're doing this and dealing with these deals for free. At least I hope not, right? If so, you need to get your negotiating skills together. Okay. But challenge yourself. Instead of being frustrated by it, make it a game to be one step ahead, which makes you a better agent, by the way. You will be then under-promising and over-delivering instead of the other way around. And I'm going to turn it over to you, Tim, so I can get ready no, for No, no, Julie, get, my... you got you got time for one yeah. last point. You don't have to be on the radio oh, for, or okay. your, your thing okay. for seven minutes. Go ahead. One more point. Okay. Sorry. Finish our clocks are different. All right. So number 10, yes. know that nine out of 10 times, toxic people don't mean it. 
real estate is far more stressful to the average Joe or Josephine than it is to you, especially as you've been doing it more and more. It's the biggest, most serious transaction they've ever done. The tendency is to freak out and come unglued, not to become a meditative, calm Buddha. But they, be there for your clients, even if they're driving you crazy. They're stressed. Have some compassion. It's funny, the stories that agents make up about the situations, about you know the clients being mean or this or that or the other, and I'm always telling them, because this comes out on our premier class sometimes, unless you know what really is making them feel that way, stop making up stories. Maybe they just got back from the vet and found out their dog's really sick. You don't know. Maybe they just sat in traffic for two hours and got really frustrated. You don't know. Maybe their kid's sick at home. Okay, so all of those things are normal life. But I find, and I think you'd concur with this, Tim, when there's normal stresses and then somebody's got a real estate deal going on on top of it, especially if they had to be competitive to win and then there's some inspection issues and the lender told them they're going to have to have a bigger down payment, everything spins out of control for most people who are not used to dealing with the stress. So remember, nine times out of ten, people that come off as toxic at the time, especially in real estate, they don't really mean it. They just don't know how to deal with the stress. So have compassion. After all, that's one of the reasons you make your paycheck. Back to you, Tim. Yeah, exactly. And so this is what – guys, look, you, this stuff gets easier the more transactions you do. But you've got to accept the fact that if you're just going to try to do business with people that are nice and warm and fuzzy, you're just not going to do that many deals. I mean, there's only so many friends and aunts and uncles you have that are going to do a real estate transaction with you, right? So you're going to have to – if you want to take your business to the next level – now, look, you might be from a town where you know everybody. Basically, you're like fifth generation. There's a lot of families in Texas like that where literally their last name is, you know, opens doors just because their grandpa's grandpa's grandpa, you know, fought in some war back a thousand years ago. You guys know what I'm saying. And yeah, those folks have an advantage in the marketplace. But for the rest of us, you know, that weren't born, that were not born on third base and, and you know, acting like they hit a homer, you know, the vast majority of us who actually have to carve out our own place in the world. We're going to have to put up with a lot of BS to get what we want, and that's going to mean you have to develop the real estate calluses of being able to understand that people are going to act emotionally, understand that you're going to have to essentially stay one step ahead. Guys, it gets easier, but you've got to do more transactions. It gets easier to pick up the phone and make those calls you don't want to make. you just got to do it more. You've got to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. I promise you, if you actually drill down Say to yourself, damn it, this is my time. This is, I am in the right place at the right time. I'm not going to wait for another you know, whiz-bang idea. I'm not going to go to a conference or a seminar. I'm not going to do anything. I, today, am going to lock in, stay focused, and get the most out of this opportunity that God has given me. I'm going to make this my time. If that's your mindset and nothing's going to stand in your way of making that happen, there is zero chance you guys will not succeed at highest, the highest levels. Start with, write this down. I know it does not resonate with you yet, many of you, but it does over time, I promise you. Focus on being of service to other people. Just write that down. I know you don't get it. A lot of you don't get that yet. Focus on being of service to other people and accept the fact that ever-increasing long-term success comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That's, those two things combined, that is, if there is any secret to success, it's those two things. They fly in the face of virtually every single thing that's being taught to folks nowadays. Every single thing that other people are trying to tell you. 
you know, if you guys are looking for books to read, you guys ask us all the time. I'm going to ref- uh, recommend Jeb Blunt's Fanatical Prospecting book again. I'm also going to re- – <laughs> this other book I always laugh every time I suggest it because it is the last book that anybody inside the real estate industry would ever tell an agent to read. But I think every single one of you should read it. It's called Profits Aren't Everything. They're the Only Thing. One of the things we never talk about, this industry never talks about agents making profit. Have you all noticed that? Why is that? Profits aren't everything. They're the only thing. Read those two books, guys. Get in alignment with your highest and truest purpose, which is being of service to other folks. Get in alignment with the idea that once you basically live by that credo, that's your thing. You're here during working hours. You're here to be of service to other people. And sometimes that means you have to have conversations you don't want to have. So you might as well master them so they get easier. And then, guys, essentially your world shifts. Everything changes intuitively. You know what I'm saying is true, don't you? Intuitively, this is resonating inside of you. Intuitively, you are like, okay, I get it. That does make sense. But here's the interesting thing. Everything outside your ego basically is going to want to tell you to don't do it. That means you're going to be uncomfortable. Don't do it. That means you're going to have to be learning to do things you don't necessarily want to do, and you're going to have to do things when you don't want to do them. And then look at all the things in your world that will reinforce that passive ineffective mindset. Look, guys, you guys have all been on that other passive, ineffective mindset your entire lives, if you're being honest, right? If you're being honest, you've always looked for the easy button. How's that working out for you? So why not, for the first time in your life, say, damn it, this is where I'm going to, this is my beachhead. This is where I'm going to make this my, uh, you know, I am the right place at the right time. I'm going to make the most of this. And don't let any opportunity get by you. When you have that mindset, when you have that approach, you have to have that level of intensity, that's when things shift for you. That's when all of a sudden you start getting the whole, really the whole purpose of life, in my opinion. It becomes a philosophy. That's, when, that's the reason Julie and I say that what we teach is a, it really is a business and personal life philosophy. That's what we're hoping you guys will understand. Look, if there's anything we can do for you, email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. And as always, request a free coaching call if you want one. It's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. If you're just looking for the very thing to get you going to the next level and you need that extra kick in the pants, request that free coaching call. Please, guys, it's May. If you're not already poised to have your best year ever, you literally only have maybe another 60 days, and then the winds are going to shift, and I promise you it's going to be harder to build momentum to have this be a fantastic year. You do still have a month or two to build momentum to have this be a great year. Please do something about that. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Remember, guys, you can go back and listen to any of our podcasts. They all live happily over on iTunes or at timandjulieharris.com. Thanks. Have a fantastic day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.